You are listening. You are listening. You are listening to Parallel Radio. Parallel Radio. Parallel Radio. Parallel Radio. And welcome back to part two of this um, very interesting debate we've started. I think it, we can call it a debate um, about loneliness and whether technology can help with that. And um, we have two RCA students with us who are dealing with this topic. Um, so let's carry on. Um, Peter, I think you wanted to say something. Thing about uh, digital technology in one way, Newton doesn't really go for it, do you? Much? I go for it because I'm a realist. Um, mm. I see it there, and it's in many cases very useful. Well, but at the same time, from my perspective, it's useful with the understanding of really what it is. Therefore, I don't go too far into it because. I know that one day this technology will institute a definite and final Nisai from the society that is embedded itself in. One day it will cease to be. One of the reasons why digital technology on the one hand it's, it could be useful, on the other hand why it isn't is if you look at people in general, particularly younger people, with their iPods, busy doing that, texting, doing this. They're not aware of senior citizens. They're interested in their bit of technology, and that suffices them. And it, that can help their lack of awareness or lead to it. And so they're not interested in senior citizens. Don't notice them. And it would be great if you could get in touch with other groups like Alzheimer's associations uh, and others, uh, others like it and get together and make a real big campaign on this because uh, it's something that has to be done. It's an urban problem, really. Uh, yeah, I mean, you can get on the train on the underground and everybody sitting in the train is all on their phones looking down at their phones and texting away but People in trains generally don't talk to each other anyways. No, because you're mad. Yeah. Well, you're not, you're not really supposed to. It's something about personal space. But, you know, there is a lot of downside for uh, technology changing uh, society. But the good side is, is the good, good um, the plus for it is, is that you can connect uh, with people that you normally couldn't so easily. So if I have an iPhone, and you have an iPhone, and you live up in the north of Scotland, and I never get up there, I can FaceTime you, and we can talk to each other and see each other for free. Mm -hmm. Indeed. Know, through, through, through the uh, data, whatever, network. That, that's the upside. Yeah, so that's the upside, is that it, we can connect, and we can see each other, and we can talk to each other. Mm -hmm. And if you're some old grand living in some little village, and you don't have a lot of, connect, you know, a lot of contact with people, yeah. I can connect with you, and it's free. Yeah, look, agree, at, you know, look at that side of it rather than you know, so, other Yeah, and the same with tablets. Is, you know, if, if you're living in Australia, you're my grandson, and I'm you know, living over here, and I never see you, I can Skype, we can Skype each other or FaceTime, yeah. and it doesn't cost really very much, and I get that contact with you. Yeah. Or you can be an old friend that I've lost touch with, you know, that I haven't seen for 50 years. Yeah, as you say, funding's the problem, isn't it? No, but I don't, it's not that costly, though. We just need to get um, uh, iPads donated. Mm. There's a lot of corporate money out there. 
Apple is uh, the wealthiest co company in the world. They're wealthier than many countries. Why couldn't uh, some project happen where a lot of iPads get donated, and then we figure out a way that people can get, get on the uh, broadband signal thing, and that we get communications happening? Yeah, I think you need an MP on the case. I don't know, but you could be right. I mean, to me, it's I, I don't have a lot of good uh, things to say about government, no matter who's in power. Mm -hmm. It seems to be the, you know, the uh, mandate of governments to do whatever they do. Um, I don't feel it's good to rely on them. Yeah. Uh, I feel that people need to get motivated and get, yeah. get on. There should be more public awareness about it. Yeah. yeah, I mean, if an MP wants to get involved, fine. You know, that may be to get funding happening, but corporations have lots of money. Why can't they now start to value older people and we start to get systems in place where older people are being, their needs are being looked after yeah. in a big way? One good thing about your suggestion, which I think is very good, if, as you read in the papers nowadays, they're trying to do away with the senior citizens' bus pass. Your tablet will make people not so lonely because if they do away with this bus pass, I'm afraid that's going to make a lot and lot of more people lonely. You know, it's, it's, it's interesting what Jeff says about that because um, the bus pass that the older generation are provided with, I think its title is actually a freedom pass. Okay. So if you take right, away yeah. that freedom, I mean, it, what are people left with? It's a really good point, is that if you're not able to leave your house, you're not able to get to other communities, this is when, you know, the iPad could be a good, you know, substitute to come in. Um, but th that just shows you the kind of situation we're in. If the government are considering getting rid of these freedom passes, you know, that there isn't any consideration there. And you realise that budgets and time and people, you know, there's strains on the government... But these are things that need to be addressed, and I think they need to be addressed quite imminently, actually. They need to be put to the forefront, because people are, they're forgetting about the older generation. You know, I was having a conversation with Deborah, and we want to say to people, you know, this shouldn't be an obligation, for whether it's younger people or volunteers, they, they shouldn't feel pressurised to do this. It should become just second nature, we've been speaking about instinct. It should become second nature to want to actually speak to people, engage with people. You know, I can only speak on my behalf, but as a younger person, I've always been interested in what my elders have had to say. Which, you know, it's such, it's such a rich, almost an archive of things that people can talk about. And I'm not saying that every single person has had a remarkable life or, or a remarkable story, but it's about those small things in every different person's life you know, what Peter was saying about his, uh, his mother was saying is that everyone has a story to tell and there's so many different interesting things that we can all just start talking mm. about. You know, I'm an illustrator, so it's my job to go out there and whether it's translating other people's writings or, you know, to be an investigator myself, it's my job to actually, you know, engage with people, their experiences, and then visually I recreate them or I draw them, you know, people say you look at a picture and you can see many different opinions many different things going on and you know from an illustrator's point of view I'm interested in this project because I feel like we could collaborate and we could make something really beautiful and actually if I was able to take some of these stories to um to sympathetically you know to, to talk to people about that then we could create something and if that were to be distributed awareness would be raised yes because it's been done in the past where a few old 
senior citizens have got together with their mu- their guitars and music things and have had a, a one-hit wonder. And, you know, and it's shown on the local TV news. And it's, oh, it's great, isn't it? Because, oh, they're getting their thing together, but it's a flash in the pan. There's no continuity to it, is there? Really, what you're, what you're suggesting, what you want, is something a coming together with a continuum of, of awareness, isn't it? And it yeah, just doesn't stop exactly overnight, it. it keeps on going. And it's, it's, a, it's a, a big mountain to climb. That's exactly what you're saying. We don't see this as a novelty factor. Yeah. We don't want anyone to feel like they're being... Um, what's the word? They're being exploited. We don't want. We don't want that. All we want is that so that people can have these conversations to share stories. You know, I'm I'm young, but I still have my own stories that maybe the older generation would be interested in. So it's about that exchange, and it's about that equality. Just talking to people, you know, getting along basically. If, if schools, if it was part of the curriculum in schools from a very young age, that engagement with older people happened. This uh, value for older people and respect would be there naturally when you're on the bus, when you're in public, whatever. And that we need to reclaim the, that uh, value. Very much so. Um, can I just ask, so we've been talking a lot about the, um, the issues that you've raised and it's quite an important um, thing that, that we're talking about right now, but how does that translate as an arts project? Uh, well, Grace has a brilliant idea to uh, work with uh, individual older people or as a group and get stories told, and she would start to do illustrations of the stories. She'd get the older people to do illustrations and then do her postcard project. Uh, For me, uh, it could be documenting with film and video, and there's two other, well, there's three others in our group who are illustrators and filmmakers. So it'd be around, you know, if we got a group together and we made... Uh, had older people make a film about themselves or we make a film with them and then we have screenings and it's just there there could be people who want to um, through whatever art it's just bringing the arts into engagement and and then doing something with it could be a painter I'm a painter it could be painting workshops it could be uh, but it's about it's about engagement and then seeing what you can do with with the product to raise awareness Unfortunately, and I don't want to sound pessimistic, but it's one thing I've noticed, is that in discussion with other people, uh, there is no money to be made out of old age. If you look at adverts, for example, all you get is that Wonga advert, isn't it, really? Um, Yeah, this is the important thing to say, is that, you know, we we, were speaking about ideas, what should we do with these uh, creative products we make? We're not... Although we want funding and we would, you know, money is inevitably going to be behind it. These postcards or posters or animations, we we don't seek to make money. It's about raising awareness. Mm. And like you say, people assume, you know, there's no money to be made. Maybe there isn't any money to be made, but we're we're not looking for money. We're looking for awareness. You know, it's it's something you can't buy. And quality of life, isn't it, really? Yeah, exactly. Pauline, did you want to add something? You're lost for words, suddenly. It's all coming from my head. What what I would like to say is, right, about the, um, all the, other than what we spoke about, speak about black tablets, this, the the elderly, this, and what we can do with all these things. But how I look at it, right, in the life, what I'm looking at now, all these technology, what we're doing now, is going to actually take people away from people. And people, although it's helping them to um, be more 
communicate on the, the, the technology talk and that you're on the technology now and um, speaking on the Skypes and all that, all you could see is heads going like this and that going like this and all this. So what we're doing, I want to see the real world of people. Yes, the technology is going to take over the world eventually, which is doing it now. But yet still now, it's going to, we don't want to be separated from each other. Because when we're separated from each other, we're not really doing much. Only just, all the technology is doing it for us. So we're not able to use up our head, our minds, without our getting people together, right? And I know, Deborah, that money, what Grace said, are going to get involved. But if we start to do something as well, on the whole as well, and push it through, right? We don't know because we've got to speak and have faith in doing and trust in saying what we're saying and doing what we're doing. Otherwise, if we kept saying that, Money, this you understand? No, we have to, we have to, we've got to trust and we've got to believe that things will get done. It's only faith going to bring together because all the technology, you understand, is actually getting us away from. We don't see no one. We live in a, we're not in the cemetery. We, we're live people, yeah. and we want to be in the live ground, right, which is great. But for people who cannot get out of the house. This would be a, this. This to me might uh, solve a problem. Of we feeling. dig them out. Pardon me. We're going to dig them out. Well, that'd be right? great. That'd be great. It'd be lovely. I, I, yeah. I love your faith. But how, like, how do we get it happening quicker so we get people involved to go and do this? Yes. Is that if I want to go visit an older person who I don't know, if I want to go through to protect myself and protect them, I have to go through an agency like Age UK where I have to be vetted. I have to have a, a, a record check on me. Um, because all kinds of things could be accused or whatever. So these are problems. But if they're a friend of yours and you come with me, that's different. But it's just how do we get people mobilized to, to go in and connect with people who are alone and, and help out? That's a brilliant idea. And maybe through just this discussion that we hope will start to happen in society, these things will come about. And there will be more, maybe taxi, taxi companies, minicab companies could give free rides to older people to bring them out if they can't afford it and they can't get on a bus because it's... I'm only 58. I find it sometimes difficult to get on a bus with my bag and everything. I can't imagine an older person having to, you know, get up and, and manage all that and fight fight for a seat. Yeah, but it's not, Deborah, sorry, Deborah, it's not only just an older person. We have to talk about the younger one because the younger one is, is worse than the older yeah, person. Yeah, no, but that, that's another project. I agree. That's another project, and there's lots yeah. of work to happen in society. But just in, if we could, if, if changes in attitude happened towards older people, it might start to reverberate down. It's all about sharing uh, similar, like the same human values. Yeah, yeah. And when you share these human values of respect or tolerance or patience or empathy or kindness, it cuts through all kinds of differences, all kinds of cultural differences, political differences, religious differences, and it brings people together. And through just something like this where we're trying to connect, who knows the discussions that could happen that would re reverberate throughout society? I, I, I'm sure yeah. I sound incredibly idealistic. Put some silence in the park and I will get everybody together. Well, great. You, you, we need, you, you, need, to, you need to be in the advertisements that we yeah. want to do. Yeah, I just said, well, I just get them all together, just in the park, I just go, oh, oh and they will come, you watch. They will <laughs> see what's going on, right? Yeah. yeah. Right. Uh, okay, let me just say something. Is that Right, no one in this room is housebound at the moment, but everyone in this room probably will be housebound eventually, sooner or later. So not me. We, no, not you, Paulina. You're always an exception. 
Here's the thing. If we don't want to be isolated and lonely and friendless when we are housebound, we have to do something about it now. We can't solve the problem of people who are housebound and totally and isolated at the moment. We can't solve that problem completely. We can be aware of it. But we can certainly do something about changing attitudes and changing the culture which we live in because that's how we're going to end up. So we have to start off with what we've, where we are now. Right. So, Paulina, where are you? Oh, there you are. I'm right here. Right? So you, you will not be housebound and isolated and lonely. I'm going to be on board. I'm just yeah, but you won't be isolated and lonely because you're doing something about it now. Yes. You communicate with, with people through food and you're brilliant at doing that. You're already taking care of your old age as well as the old age of other people. So you're, you're, you're absolutely fantastic. Right? Where did you get that from? Right? Because you represent part of the diversity of community and experience and society in Hackney. You know what it's like to live in a different world and how it can be. That's something that we can all capitalise on here. So um, particularly the Caribbean communities and the West African communities who uh, part of Hackney culture now. Those are the models we should be looking at, and certainly that's the way I look at it at the moment. We should look after each other now so that we get looked after when we ourselves are older. That's what we want. And, and create a, you're creating a culture of looking after each other. Yeah, yeah, yeah. consciously. Ubuntu, Ubuntu. <laughs> that's it, right. We know it's possible. That's human. We've lived, we live in a society now which is, going, which is becoming rather inhuman, but it's up to us not to be like that. The role of technology, you see, I agree with Newton that this is, where are you, Newton? It can be very alienating. Tablets, for instance, are a consumer product, aren't they? They're designed for consumerism, but they don't have to be used that way. We can use them in a, in a different way. Right? They're very good for creation as well. So we, we, what we do here with digital technology and at the HUK Centre where I work is we see di digital technology as a vehicle for, our part for our participation and contribution to the world. So as older people we become much more visible. Right? We don't have much in the way of funding but we don't get, want to get bogged down in that either. I, we have I to agree. work with what we we've have. got. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And when you touch on the, the, um, I know, the goodwill of people Amazing things can happen. And to me, Christmas is all about peace on earth and goodwill. And so to yeah. me, it's a, it's a prime time to, to start to try and generate some, something happening. Good timing, Deborah. And you haven't talked much about the other, your other ideas with the, you know, the postcards and the storytelling and the filming and things like that. But those are projects that could get kick-started here, actually, quite soon, because they're viable. They don't need a huge amount of funding. It doesn't need Apple to donate a lot of tablets and all that kind of thing. That's, that's stuff we could get on yeah, with. No, that, that's brilliant, man. That would be fantastic. Yeah, and I think this place would be ideal yeah, for no, doing that. Yeah, no, it's an amazing place. I'm really happy yeah. to be here. <laughs> and the tablet project, well, that, I think that's a good idea as well. And uh, Grace could start her drawing project here. Yeah, I'm willing to start straight away. <laughs> uh, we've already invited you to come back, to come back here to, on Tuesday afternoon, where there'll be a lot more people who, who are on will be directly involved in um, participating in it. Okay, that's a wonderful conclusion, I think. Um, if, is there anyone who wants to add anything? Uh, or, oh, Newton, you want to say something? Um, um, just come to the mic, maybe. Sorry, I'm just going to be short and brief and what have you, but 
Uh, all I'm saying is just watch this space. We're going to continue. Thanks, Nita. Okay, so we'll just finish with some music now, and um, I think we'll call it a day. Thank you so Thank you. much, you. Deborah and Grace, for coming. Thank you.